0: Our new Mrs. America is Mrs. Michigan, Jackie Blankenship. Sash Sister Podcast. My name is Jackie Bunkinship. And for those that don't know me, I am Mrs. America 2022. I am, in fact, the first Mrs. America from the state of Michigan, from the Great Mitten State. And it is quite an honor, I have to say, and a shock. Now, if you don't know my story, I decided let's do one episode, get it out of the way and get all those details about who I am and what I do out there on the table. So to start, um, other than Mrs. America, I'm a mom and obviously I'm married. I'm a wife and a radio host. So I do radio by trade, meaning a podcast kind of comes in my nature. And when I was on stage, my stage question asked, what will you do as Mrs. America? And I said what I wanted to do, what my dream was, was starting a podcast, starting a pageant podcast to connect these ladies. Because the reality is we go to Mrs. America, we all meet where they're like almost two weeks and we become friends, we get to know each other. And at the end of the day, we go home and so many other women have these stories to share, but if they don't win, it almost feels like. It's over, but it's not over because a lot of them are still state queens. They're going around their communities doing big things. I wanted to highlight that. And I wanted to highlight my own platform as, lo- as well as the national platform, which is Victoria's Voice Foundation, which we'll get into it in another episode. That being said, more about who I am and what I do. As I said earlier, I'm a mom. I have a five year old daughter who's in kindergarten. Her name is Greenlee Joe. She's the sweetest. She's a lot. <laughs> She's a lot. She's at that age where man, she can be annoying. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Where she's constantly making noise. It literally never ends. And when she's not making noise, she is moving or tapping or jumping or asking questions. And it's just, it never ends. But I wouldn't change it for a thing. I love her to death. And, you know, that kind of brings me into what I do and why I do pageantry. My daughter was actually carried by my sister. Now, a lot of people, I think, know this, but there's still a few of you out there, maybe new to the Jackie Blankenship story. You might not. I was born with in an intersex condition, meaning I have anatomy that's different than your average female. I was born with no internal reproductive system, and that's a whole episode in and of itself. I've done a ton of different talks and presentations on my condition and What makes my body operate and how I develop differently, but naturally female. I just don't have ovaries or a uterus or even a cervix, fun fact, which I didn't even learn until I was almost 30 years old. Yeah. Imagine how awkward that was. I went into a doctor's office and they looked at me and they were doing an exam and they said, I have to ask because I'm not 100% familiar with your condition. Do you have a cervix? And I stared at that doctor blank, blank stare. You know, I have no idea. Turns out I don't. <laughs> but, you know, that's just part of being me and having this condition I have, which makes me different. But being different's awesome, right? That's what makes us us. And I honestly think the human body is an incredible thing. I think it's kind of amazing that my body developed the way it did. And it wasn't your average female. I didn't have a reproductive system. So instead it said, well, how am I going to operate? How am I going to grow? How am I going to develop? And it found its own way. It converted all testosterone that my body would produce into usable estrogen all by itself and I developed the way I developed and I am who I am today because of that and I just think that's one of those magical things our bodies can be so interesting well because I can't have children my sister Danny Danielle was our gestational carrier which is the fancy word for surrogate even though they technically have different meanings so we use donor eggs from a fertility center here in West Michigan my husband's sperm which I hate saying that word. I'm sorry if you had to listen to it. It's kind of (laughs) gross. And uh, my sister was like the oven. She carried a baby. We did three rounds of IVF. And for any woman who's gone through IVF, while I can't relate on the level of pumping myself full of injections and going through that, I can 100% relate on the going to that doctor's office and waiting for those calls and hoping this is the time that we get pregnant. And, you know, three rounds, and my poor sister, she is one strong woman. And honestly, she doesn't get enough credit. She gets told all the time, you're so giving, you're so wonderful. But I don't think people really understand what she sacrificed for me in those moments. I mean, her, her whole life, she had a baby, a four-year-old at the time, at home, who's nine now. Oh. Can't believe that. And um, she gave up a lot, her body. She sacrificed time, her health. It made her sick. I mean, she you don't feel good when you're on those medications. And she did it three rounds. And I could tell it was we're getting to our end, right? She didn't want to keep doing it, but it had become a thing where it's no. I'm going to do this for you. I said I could do this. My body's going to do this. And I know that was hard mentally for her. Like, why isn't it working? Because I told my sister I would do this. And then I'm over here like, why isn't it working? I want a baby so bad. And, you know, lo and behold, third round, we found out we were pregnant. And what a whirlwind. You know, the nine months following that, we're just prepping for this baby. And I wasn't prepared. I was not in the slightest prepared. I had just done a pageant, a smaller pageant, not a Mrs. America System pageant. And I had won, and it was like, like I said, much smaller. And I was doing pageant things and going out getting wine and cocktails with my girlfriends. I was not prepared to be a mom. And I know everyone says, you're never going to be prepared, but I was not prepared. The day my sister's water broke, I had just left my job at Fox 17 News where I was a reporter. I'd done that for years. And I knew the times that I was on air were not going to be conducive with having a little one at home. So I decided I'm going to get back into radio and do that, do that again. And I'm going to go on maternity leave and come back. And I have this new job waiting for me. So they gave me a going away party at Fox. The going away party was at a bar, and I know it's not really like the pageant way to talk about drinking. We, we're pageant girls. We keep our things together, right? We keep, we keep it together. I didn't keep it together that night, ladies. <laughs> I did not. I had way too much to drink. I don't do shots or anything. That's never really been my MO. I'm more of like, let's have some Prosecco or White Claw. But I did shots that night of Fireball. Never again. And... I was practically on the floor when we got home. My husband drives me home. He's like, you know, congratulations, babe, on a great career in TV. I'm proud of you. And, you know, he's trying to be all sentimental because that's my husband. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Good night. Uh-huh. Good night. I lay down and my phone starts buzzing. And I'm like, who's calling me? It's 150 in the morning. And it's my sister who is, oh, God, an hour south, at least an hour. And she says, Jack, my water broke. You need to come to Kalamazoo right now. The baby's coming. Holy Talk about Jolting your system awake Oh my gosh We got out of bed We ran I mean we packed everything As quick as we could My husband was so frantic He packed our chihuahua We had a dog A chihuahua Packed her up And brought her with us To the hospital in Kalamazoo Where were we gonna put her? We had to make my dad Drive the dog To their house Cause we were like We had to to put the dog <laughs> We brought her to Kalamazoo So we get there My sister wanted to kill me. I'll share some photos on the social media pages of this, but she was so annoyed with me that day. I thought she was going to kill me, but we got through it. We had the baby, healthy baby Greenlee. My sister was, once it was over, was just over the moon. I was over the moon. We all laid in her hospital bed, me, her, my daughter, and her daughter. Oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional. And laid there together and took a picture and chatted and just... We're happy. And it was just what a happy moment. I got to be in the room. They did a C-section. Again, I thought my sister was gonna kill me. She's like, You're not good in these situations. You've never been good in these situations. But it all worked out. So now I have a baby girl, and that's how I have a little girl, my husband and I. um, through my sister, the power of family. And I think that's one of the things about Mrs. America that struck me is we are family. That is our motto, that is our slogan. We are family. We've been around for over 45 years. We are the original. We're the first. We're Mrs. America. And we're family. And we treat each other like family. And I take family seriously. You know, my family, my sister, that's my life. And I always think if someone at work is upsetting me or I'm having a bad day, I think, but, you know, they're not my family. They're not not with me. I have them to worry about. I have my family. And as long as I have that, everything's going to be okay. And that's cheesy and corny like it really is and you think okay you can say that but that doesn't make stress go away it doesn't but for me one of my coping mechanisms with anxiety and depression which we'll also get into in a different episode because it's something i deal with and a lot of women deal with is reminding myself you have this family and they're who matters you can lose your job you can have a friend not call you back be mad at you but you have your family and they're who loves you and mrs america We are family. And the thing is, I've learned already, just in the few months I've been Mrs. America, they mean that. They call me. They want to know how I am. And they don't just talk about pageants. They call me Elaine Marmel, the owner of the system, has called me just to tell me, I just wanted you to know you're a wonderful person. She's just, and that's who she is. That's how this system operates is they just want us to be a family and keep spreading good for women. And I love that. So that's kind of my story I'm becoming a mom. My story on my intersex condition on the side, you know, as I said earlier, I'm a radio personality. I started doing a lot of solo work. I was an afternoon host, a midday host, a night host. I did a nights on a rock station for a while. That was a trip and a half. And uh, now I host the morning show with one of my best friends, Rachel Gray. So we have a lot of fun doing that. That's a great, great time. And it's on 105.3 Hot FM in Grand Rapids. If you're ever in the area, Grand Rapids, Michigan. But we're the first two woman morning show in the state. Which is kind of wild to say. That's how rare it is to see two women on the mic. And I think the cool thing is things like this medium podcasting has turned that around for women. We now see two women, three women, one woman doing these shows on podcasts and blowing up, blowing up. People love it. And that is making this old boys club that was radio kind of turn around. They're like, look at these numbers which it sucks it had to get down to that to give women the opportunities that men get but it happened and all I can say is yes finally here we are ladies so you know I'm sitting now in the chair doing what I love doing a morning radio show which is something that not a lot of people get to do and I get to make people laugh every single solitary day which is the biggest perk of my job honestly because making people laugh I think is my favorite thing i have a a real problem with it so i try to make funny out of everything and i have a tendency to do it on at the wrong time like i will be with my co-host and i'll i'll pull a thread i like to say i pull a thread of funny like ooh, i picked on you about this it's all in good fun and i get a laugh out of it well, now I'm not going to drop it, the whole show, and it'll be eight months later, and I'm going to still bring up that one little thread I pulled that I thought was funny. So beating a dead horse is kind of one of my other <laughs> other hobbies, you'd say, at this point. So what is this podcast? Now that we're 12 minutes in, let's talk about that. This podcast is going to be a little bit of everything. We're going to talk pageants. We're going to talk about wardrobe. We're going to talk about interview, onstage question, what we love, what we hate, swimsuit. Bleah. I hate swimsuit. I just do. Some women love it. Some women say they love it because it thinks they rewards them like confidence points. Yeah, I see you. A lot of these women are like, my favorite swimsuit. Is it really? Is it, Susan? Or are you saying that because you know it makes you look confident and now the other girls against you are like, she loves swimsuit. She's going to kill it. (laughs) We'll talk about things like that in this podcast. And, of course, interviewing the girls from around the country, interviewing women who do pageants. Women vying for their state title, women vying for the national title to replace me. We're going to get into a little bit of all of it, family, friends, fun, pageants, and being a Sash Sister, because that's what this is all about. At the end of the day, when you're done, your relationships are all you have left. So let's be Sash Sisters. Join me each week. I'll try to have a new episode every single week. Uh, You know, I'm busy being Mrs. America, having a job, doing the family thing. So I'm going to do my best. Bear with me. Give me some grace just says, I'll give you some grace and let's do this together this is your first episode of the sash sister podcast the mrs america podcast and I cannot wait till next week when I'll have a special guest I'm not gonna tell you who yet who is a state title holder and talk all about what it's like being a state title holder in the mrs america organization thanks so much and we'll talk to you next week